Welcome to Project Healing, a podcast whose mission is to shed light on true self-care, healing our inner demons, and connecting the world in deeper and more meaningful ways. We all have a story to share, and we're very excited to be a part of helping everyone to share their own along the path of their healing journey. I'm your host, Katherine Galvin, psychic medium and intuitive healer, and with me, I have my co-host. I'm Jenna Korzynski, empathic psychic medium and intuitive soul coach. I believe that we have to feel our pain in order to heal it, and that community is a large part of that process. Speaking our truth and riding the waves of life is how we heal, and we welcome you to do the same. This is Project Healing. We'd like to do a quick shout out to our Patreons, Catherine Kendall, Manuela Cardenas, Rue, Katie Duvetter, Janet Adams, Chelsea Ayers, Katie Nicholson, and Samantha Sanguinetti. Thank you so much for your support. And if you are interested in joining our Patreon, we do have multiple tiers available, which include personalized readings, Reiki healing, and monthly group readings as well. So head on over to patreon.com and become a supporter of Project Healing so that we can connect on a more personal level. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Project Healing. It is just me today on a solo episode, and for those of you who don't know, it's Catherine. (laughs) I want to talk about something today that's really been on my mind and coming up in a lot of readings for me. I do, when I feel during my readings, when I connect to the energy of someone who feels like they're not breathing properly, they're not exhaling right, what I often tell them is that when we take time to really breathe and to breathe in deeply and breathe out it's really important to fully exhale. So we talk about filling our lungs and deeply breathing in, and then you hold your breath and you release. And what I like to explain to clients is that imagine your body is like a tube of toothpaste and you exhale or you squeeze the last bit of toothpaste out. But if you roll it down, you can squeeze a little bit more, right? So once you finish that deep, full breath, push a little bit more air out before you inhale again. Try to really regulate that breathing and and it's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel like something that is unnatural to you and that is kind of how growth goes in general, right? So when we, this came up for me again in yoga the other morning, I was listening to the instructor speak and she was saying, when you exhale, you can stretch a little bit further. You can expand your body a little bit more. You make it easier to push a little bit farther. So every single time you breathe out, you're given the opportunity to grow a little bit more in your stretch and yoga. And it's the same way in life. When we push all of that air out, we're making space for new air, right? Obviously. But what I'm trying to say here is that a lot of us are asking for new things, are pushing for new things, are expecting new things in the new calendar year, but we have to make room for them. So when you find yourself talking about looking for Prince Charming or looking for that perfect job or that perfect home and you're not finding it, ask yourself if you're making room for it energetically. Are you making room for it in your actual life? Are you taking the steps you need to get there? Because you can't wish for stretching farther without starting somewhere, right? You can't wish for the world to shift 
without putting the work in. And that's something that I think a lot of people get bent up on and stuck on is that we just want so badly for things to work out the way that we want them to work out. We don't stop to think about how to put that into effect, how to put that into motion. Um, so a couple of things. Number one, we need to really not be afraid of growing this year. We need to really be in the mindset that we can't control everything that happens, but everything that happens is in fact a huge learning and growing opportunity, okay? Um, this year right now, my husband is military and he is away for a lot of this year. And it's absolutely terrifying to me, but it's also an incredible chance to grow as a person. So I'm someone who has often thought of myself as, um, well, not thought of myself as ADD. I'm definitely diagnosed ADD, but I've never been able to really get it together. I've never had the focus or attention span for even cooking a meal. That's more than a few things going on at a time, more than one thing going on at a time, truthfully. And I find myself struggling with when the children need something and I'm doing something else and, oh my God, not getting enough sleep with my youngest being about five months old. How was I going to deal with this, with my anxiety, with my new, my, I mean, newer business? This has Catherine Ann Intuitive has only been around for about a year and a half, two years now. And there's a lot on my plate. And I started thinking there's a lot on the plates of a lot of people right now. So many parents are working from home and now they're actually the 24-7 parent, whereas they're used to having their kids in daycare. A lot of people are going back to work, yes, but a lot of us with COVID, our jobs have shifted. We're now permanently from home and our kids are at home learning, right? So that presents an all new set of challenges, which I 100% understand being someone who has always worked from home. Well, for the last two years, this business has been home-based for its entire um, existence so far. And it's really difficult to balance that. It's really difficult to find time for yourself and to work when you are constantly faced with home problems and your children who need your attention. And what's interesting is that in this, my husband really was fearful of leaving me here with the kids by myself, especially with a new baby. I mean, he's five months old, but he's still not sleeping 100% through the night. I'm the only parent. Both of the other two will wake up if if Connor is crying, and it's a lot on one person to be there from the moment your children open their eyes to the moment they go to sleep, and single parents everywhere are going, ah, uh, yeah, but we're also here 24-7 now. We don't get that break. We don't have an opportunity to always go hide and take a deep breath, okay? So recently, I've had a couple of people explained to me that it's really important that I remember that it's okay to not be okay. And I know this, but I wasn't really fully internalizing it, right? So over the last few days, I have allowed myself to kind of step back. You know, if you've sent me any uh, messages on social media that I don't always answer right away because I don't have to, right? It's, it's a priority, but it comes second to my children. And I have found a lot of peace in that. This is something that I have reprioritized in my life, and that's something that we're all having to do lately. Um, without Jenna here to circle me back, I'm trying really hard to stay focused. The point is, 
we're all going through phases right now where we have to learn and we have to grow and we have to grow through our discomfort. We have to exhale before we can inhale, right? Okay, so that being said, we're all tired. We're all in some state of disaster in one way or another. And I was thinking about this last night. And I had actually posted to social media, I'm freaking exhausted. My house is a disaster. My eyes are dry and heavy. The laundry is unfolded. Dishes are half done. I'm exhausted, but I'm okay. In the past, I would have been snowballing into a fit of anxiety. Look at everything that needs to be done still, but not now. I'm exhausted because I'm okay. Because I know my own strength and I know my triggers and my weak points like never before, And I know I can not only get through this, but thrive through this, learn through this, grow through this. I'm okay. So let's remember to honor ourselves where we are. This is a difficult and just plain strange time for everyone. And there's no manual on how to navigate it all. So just keep going. Do what works for you and reevaluate what doesn't. Reprioritize your mental health. Learn from your experiences. Love yourself. I'm okay. And this is the thing. Just because we're struggling doesn't mean we're failing. Just because someone presents themselves as having it all together doesn't mean that they're not. But coming through this time where Whatever, most of the people who listen to this podcast, I believe, are around my age. They're in their early 30s, maybe a little bit younger and maybe older. And a lot of us have lived through this time where we're constantly faced with trauma. One of my earliest memories is watching the news unfold after the Oklahoma City bombing. I can see my mother standing in front of the TV with her hand on her throat, watching and crying in shock. As one of my first memories. Fast forward, I remember the O.J. Simpson trial is the next big thing that sticks out in my mind. 9-11, I was 13. Watching that happen on live TV as a child when you still believe that where you live is the greatest and safest place in all of the world and nothing bad can happen. Shattered, right? And then we're at war, quote unquote, for the next decade. Two decades. Wow, just dated myself for real. <laughs> I forget sometimes I'm 30, not 20. Um, 31 for anyone who's going to correct me. But the point is that we're used to living in this chaos. And it's okay to be okay. And if you're not at a point yet where you can inhale and hold that breath in your chest and then fully exhale, when you're holding that breath, what you're doing, what I'm doing at least is I'm inhaling deeply. So it's, and then while you're holding your breath, that's when I tell myself I'm at peace. This is not circumstantial. I am okay. I will get through this. I'm allowed to cry. I'm allowed to be a mess. 
but I'm okay. I'm not panicked. I'm not scared. I am exhausted. But I'm okay. It's not a pass off. It's not just saying I'm fine and moving on so no one feels they have to help. Learning to get to that place is difficult. And it's something that's even harder to do without accountability. And truthfully, this is something that I have learned through a series of mentorships and of being someone else's coaching client. But the fact of the matter is that until we learn to live in the exhale, where we can stretch a little bit farther, where we can grow a little bit more, we're going to continue to hold our breath and stay where we are. We're going to continue to breathe in shallow and exhale shallow and not realize just how far we can push that stretch, how far we can grow in that stretch. It's okay to not be okay. But for those of us in the chaos mindset, it's also okay to exhale and realize that you're all right. Don't get hyper fixated on always being in the mentality that we have to do this work and do this shadow work and heal, 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 heal. Don't forget to exist in your present moment. Inhale, hold it. I am strong. I am powerful. I'm at peace. Exhale. It's all okay. If you're not there yet, that's okay. She says one more time. (laughs) But you can get there. And it takes work and it takes realizing that when these things come up that stress us out, asking if your reaction is exactly that. Is it reactive or is it for your highest good? Are these relationships that you're working so hard to maintain Are they for your highest good? Are these conversations that you're giving your time and energy to, are they for your highest good? Is the endless news stream that you are hooked to for your highest good? Everything we do should be benefiting us in one way or another. And if it's not, it's time to cut it because you don't get any closer to being able to say and mean that you're okay by living in the chaos. So take some time to step outside of it. Hand over your heart. Identify that energy within you. Are you choosing to stay in the chaos? Or are you choosing to fully exhale? I hope I'm making any sense in this ramble today. But essentially, there's just too many people coming to me who are staying stuck in this chaos because they want to. Because they don't know how to step outside of what they've known for so long. So a couple of very small things we can do to push us toward the energy of of thriving instead of just getting through things and actually being all right. Um, One of the biggest things that I have found helps me is when I'm in that state of I'm not getting anything done and I'm not feeling fulfilled, I like to make a list of everything that I've accomplished that day. And it doesn't mean that I'm overachieving. It means, did I fold the laundry? Did I, maybe I didn't fold the laundry. That's not on the list. Maybe it's getting pushed off the bed for the 15th time that week. 
Did I fold the laundry? Did I feed my children breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Did I eat a good breakfast, lunch, and dinner myself? Am I in a space where I was able to take a walk and help myself in that mental state? Am I doing things like letting the dogs out, washing the dishes, things like that? That takes up time in your day. So note those things. Be proud of accomplishing even the daily tasks because they are important. And then next, maybe set one small goal like I'm going to do yoga tomorrow. And when you accomplish that one small goal, good for you. Now, in building that habit for myself, it was going to sleep in my workout shorts and a sports bra. So I'd have no excuse to not wake up and do it while the baby stands in his little stand-up seat and plays and fusses and stares at me. Okay? Immediately do that. So I can check off that one small goal. I know I'm going to do it every day, but to rate it down as something small, when you finish it, you're tricking yourself. You're tricking yourself into seeing that as as a big accomplishment, and it is sometimes, but you're allowing yourself to feel successful, and that's going to make you more eager to accomplish more throughout that day. Then you write about something that makes you happy for the day. Just write, don't even write it down. Just take that mental moment to say, oh my God, the sun feels so good in my face, and I am so grateful for that. Cool. You noted something you're grateful for. Now we can keep going forward in the day. And the more that you surround yourself with feeling accomplished, with feeling like you've done something, with feeling grateful, with being happy with something, with laughter, you're going to find the closer you are to being okay, even when the world around you is not. So we think we've really focused on this idea of of normalizing and it needs to still be normalized that it's okay to not be okay. And it is, it's okay to be a mess. Show your mess. As, as a good friend of mine says, your mess is your message. It is so, so very true. Your mess is your message. You can help other people grow through what you've grown through. But we focus on our mess so much sometimes that we don't see how to grow out of it. So we stay in it. Don't stay in that mess. Grow through that mess. Grow in that mess. Thrive through that mess. But don't stay in it. It is okay to not be okay. But at some point, you've got to have a game plan to get farther. And that's what got me to this point. That's what helped me be okay. Doing things for myself to change the energy around me. It's okay. To be okay. There's a song from high school that I remember. A a laundry list of problems doesn't make you interesting and never getting help doesn't make you brave. But I feel like some of us wear our wounds so openly that it's become our identity. But don't you want to feel better? Don't you want to be okay? I mean, we all want to be more than okay, but that's not my point. My point is that We should all be living in a state where we know we can get through the next thing thrown at us. And if you're not there, get someone to help you get there. Seek out that mentorship. Seek out that counselor. Seek out that friend. Whoever it is, whatever that looks like for you. We don't want to be living in a place where we're constantly bombarded with chaos and with living less than what we are designed to live. Okay? So when you exhale today... I want you to think about where it is that you want to go. 
where it is that you seek improvement, that you want to live a greater, more beautiful life. Where is it that you're seeking growth? Do you have relationships you're trying to cut? Do you have um, perceptions of yourself that you're trying to change? Do you have dreams that you want to make realities? Where can you grow in that exhale? Where can you grow in that exhale? And then let's make an action plan. Okay? So that's all I have for you today. A nice short episode. And next time, Jenna and I will be back together again. You guys take care of yourselves. And thanks for listening to Project Healing.